Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Hope you all are having a blessed day. Before we get started, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for loving us and waking us up this morning. We thank you for watching over us as we sleep. Holy Spirit, we welcome you onto this podcast. We ask you to pour out your infinite wisdom onto us. Uh, Father God, we ask you to bless the ones that are reading it and bless the ones that are listening to it in Jesus' name. And Father God, we ask you to get the increase and I get the decrease. We ask you to help me to teach according to how you want it to be taught. We ask you to help me to teach in the spirit and not in the flesh. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the verse today is Romans 8 and 5. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that pleases the spirit. Subject, controlled by the Holy Spirit. Christian truths, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I'm following the Holy Spirit. I'm listening to God. I am content. I'm leaning on God. Every TV has a remote to it. Well, each TV starts off with a remote unless you buy it used or you can always go get a universal remote. But that's besides the point. Every TV has a remote. And the TV I have came with an original remote. It does the job, but I was reading that I could buy this other remote for my TV that costs 30 extra dollars. It comes with a voice finding feature. It comes with a mic so I can speak and it will turn the TV on and off. And instead of batteries, I can charge it. I thought I had some really neat features that I couldn't live without. So I go to the store, pick it up and I program it and the remote is amazing. So I put my old remote up, but within four months, the, the buttons were sticking. Now the remote is useless. But I still use it because I paid $30 for it. But after a while, I was so tired of this remote because it's not doing anything. It's just more frustrating than what it's worth. I had to get my old remote out. And no, it don't do the voice thing. And yes, I have to put batteries in it, but it does what I need. In our spiritual life, we will have things come and go. Things that we want to do and shouldn't. But whatever those things are, we can't let them control our life. A lot of times the sin are things and people in our life will control everything. And we have to get to the point in our life where we say, okay, I need to place the control back into God's hands because sometimes <clears throat> taking things like weed and illicit sex and, and a little wine here and there can become something that controls us. And it's other things that can control us if we allow it to. Yes, at the time, those things seem amazing, but at the end, it's not worth having those things in people in our life. We can't allow those things to control us, no matter how good things look and feel. And if they aren't spirit led, we shouldn't do it. The new remote felt great, but it was more problems than what I needed. We have to be content with what God gives us and be content with the peace we have and not look, if, look for other things to give us that peace. But if it's led by the flesh, we must stop and surrender our, everything to God and allow him to lead us by, lead us by his spirit. 1 Corinthians 2.14, the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. When we start to become flesh-led, things about Christ and the things of the Spirit become something we don't want to hear. It's because his conviction plays a big part in this. Because we have fallen away or drifted away is sort of a conviction that takes over, that makes us refuse to hear anything, because the moment it do, we know why it's there because we know we have gone to a place we shouldn't be, but we don't want to stop, but we don't want to feel the conviction. It's because it becomes a tug of war within our emotions yet. And still 
we refuse to hear anything nor see anything about God. Colossians 3.13, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died and you and your life is hidden with Christ and God. We always have to allow our spirit to lead us. And it, it will lead us to seek the things of above, which is heaven. Things of the spirit will always help us to be content. We aren't content because we aren't content on the inside like a mental, like our mental and emotional state. We will, we will want to feed our spirit, man, but when we are controlled by the flesh, we can't possibly think that we are going to do anything other than that which is fed, fed, feed on the things of the flesh. Today, God wants us to be led by the Holy Spirit. He also wants our heart to be fixed on him. And when we are, we become content, being content with what God gives us. Also, we grow the growth that we grow no matter what he gives us and we're satisfied as this happens we become less guided by things of the world we have less of a desire to allow things to lead us we have to re to place ourselves in our word pray meditate and fast so that those things can create a barrier between us and the world because when we use the shield of faith and we do the things that we shouldn't do god would do the rest we do the things that we should do god would do the rest we take one step here he will take two. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for loving us and taking care of us. Most of all, we thank you for helping us with your word today, Father God. Father God, we ask you to help us to be better. Help us to be stronger. Father God, help us not to lean on the flesh, but lean on you. Help us to be content with whatever you give us, Father God. Father God, we ask you to watch over us as we go through this, this life. Help us to watch over us as we go back and forth over the dangerous highways, Father God. Help us not to be led by the things of this world, but be led by the things of the spirit in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. So our today's topic is controlled by the Holy Spirit. A lot of times we allow things of this world to lead us. Just like me, I let the desire to have that better remote lead me to go get a $30 remote when I had a remote that was just fine. I should have been content. But because I was so blinded by the futures of be able to speak to the remote, be able to find the remote, we be able just to charge it and not have to buy batteries. I was just so fixated on how great that sounded. And I was led away from my original remote. That's just how it works in our spiritual life. Things of this life will lead us away. Things of this life will cause us to want things that we never possibly ever wanted. But because we're so fixated on those things, we don't think maybe this is not good for me. Maybe I should be content with what God gave me. But we look at what this person have or what that person have. We say, I want that and I want this and we're led away. And sure, it, it, someone might say, well, it's just a remote, but it's an example for me, it's an example for us that we need to be content with what God gives us because God gives us the peace that we need, but we want even more you know, we want even more. So we go chasing other things instead of asking God, God, can you give me more peace? God, can you, can you make me less worried? Can you, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And we start letting other things help us. We let wine or our illicit sex or weed control us and, and help us seek things that seeks peace in other ways instead of waiting on God. And, and when we study our word, the word tells us that 
he gives us perfect peace, that mind that stays on him. If we would think of him, if we would place our mind on him, he will give us even more peace. He hears us when we speak. We just have to speak to him. But instead, we're led away by things that are immediate, fast, popcorn, instead of being waiting patiently for him to speak to us. Pray and he will he will comfort us. But we look for those instant comforts. We talked about the other day that he relieved us of those comforts, those comforts that 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 we think we need and we don't. One of the verses that we study today is 1 Corinthians 2.14. The natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. The, 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 spirit, the natural man thinks the things of the, uh, the Spirit is not right. They, they think it's crazy. They don't understand it. I see people on Instagram and Facebook, they make fun of people that speak in tongues. They even try to speak in tongues to make fun of them that speaks in tongues. Why? They even do little, little memes or gifts of, of people jumping around in church. They think that's funny to them because they don't understand it. It's, it's, they're not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. We have to understand that when we walk in the light, our body, our mind, our soul, our spirit, everything in us is going to desire the things of the spirit. But when we start dabbing into the things of this world and we start feeding our body these things of the world, that's all our body's going to crave. I think I told you all one time that I like reading um, mangas and I like reading um, true story books. And I got to reading a bunch of them. I read my Bible, of course. But I asked God, I said, God, I want to know more. He said, well, put down the books that, that's feeding your flesh. He said, those are not feeding your spirit. He said, start picking up things that's going to feed your spirit. So I start picking up more Christian books. I start reading more pages of my Bible because those things are going to feed me. Those things are going to teach me. Those things are going to open my eyes. Those things are going to open my ears. And we need things that are going to open our ears and eyes to this world. Because if you're dabbing into this world, you're not seeing that weed is only going to make you high as a kite for a little while. And then you come back down. Drinking is only going to make you feel good only for a couple hours and you're back you're back feeling hungover, headache, and drunk. Illicit moments with people, they only last for a few minutes or whatever, and then you're back by yourself. Because this person is either going home or this person is not even sticking with you or or maybe this person is with you and y'all y'all having intimate moments before marriage. However the case may be, those things don't last because they're not by the spirit, they're by the flesh. And the Holy Spirit wants us to know that we need to be content and we need to be led by the spirit and not led by our bodies and not led by our emotions. Because even our emotions can get us in trouble because we're too busy looking at we allowing jealousy and covetousness to take over. We're allowing the things that people do and say to take over. And we have to understand that. The enemy knows what's going to push our buttons. The enemy knows that if Sally may rise in front of us in a new Bentley, we're going to want that Bentley. Instead of asking God, God, do you want me to have a Bentley? Do you want me to have a four-story four uh, home? Do you want me to have a bigger, a bigger place? Do you want me to have that promotion? We just go out and do it. We're led away by our own things because we are thinking this is what God wants me to have. And sure, he might want you to have this, but not right now. That's why we got to ask God every day, what is your will for me? What is your perfect will for me so I may walk in it? That was the thing about David is that David was so consistent about asking God, God, what is in me that you don't like? What is your will for my life? God, do you hear me? This, that, and the third. He went on and on and always seeking the attention of God. 
And what's the problem is with today's Christians or today's followers of Christ that we don't seek him enough. We don't put too much time into nothing. Then what we need to start doing is start putting our time into different things, into meditating, into fasting, into praying, because these are the things that are going to build us up. And a lot of people want to hear about, oh, if I do this, I get to the next level. Or, oh, if I do that, I get to the next level. But the first thing you need to do is reject the sin in your life and renounce it. And a lot of us don't want to renounce the sin that's in our life. A lot of us don't want to renounce the bitterness or get rid of the bitterness. We want to elevate. But how can God elevate us if we're so bitter we can't move? How can he elevate us, if, how can he elevate us or pour into us if we're still stuck on the situation happening two years ago? We have to let go. How can he elevate us if we're still full with jealousy? We have to learn that God has a plan for our life. And everybody's plan doesn't look the same. Another verse that we studied was first uh, Colossians, sorry, Colossians 3.13. If then you have been raised from Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. It says, seek the things above. Seek heaven. Seek being with God. Seek praying and elevating in him. Don't seek the things of this world. I can sit here and say, God, I would like a four-story home with, with four baths and six rooms. Those a tornado can come through there and wipe that house out. But you know what he can't do? He can't take my peace from me. He can't take my moments that I pray for me. He can't take those moments that I have those encounters with God. In order for us to have encounters with God, we must seek God with our whole heart. We must lay aside those things. When we go into prayer, stop asking for constant things over and over and over. Start seeking those moments with God. Start seeking those peaceful moments. It's okay to ask for stuff. It's okay to, to ask God, hey, when is my breakthrough going to come? But that shouldn't be the only thing you talk to God about. We should be praising him. We should be doing affirmations with him. We should be praying for others with him. We should be asking God what's in us that's not like you that I need to remove. And until we get to that place of where we have a steady relationship with God and not this pit pack game, we're going to forever be on level one in our, in our relationship with God. We can't be like, we can't look at this person and say, this person has this spiritually. I want that. You can desire what they have, but don't covenant. Because they are on different level. You don't know how long or what it took for that person to have that. Jesus asked him one time, he said, can you drink from this cup? Can you do what I'm doing, basically? No, some of us can't. Some of us can't walk by someone without saying ugly comments. Some of us can't even let go of what someone said to us two years ago. Because we're so focused on that. But we have to learn to be content. I should have been content with the remote that came with that TV. But instead, I was so fascinated that I went out and spent $30, wasted $30, got a remote, and after a while, the button stuff. That's the same thing we do with our spirit, with our time. We, we sit here and we desire other things. We, we, we want other things, and we're not content with what he gave us. We're not content with the car he gave us because we're too busy looking at what's on Instagram and Facebook and what Mary Sue has or Sally Mae has. We have to be content, people of God. We, we have to. God's not asking for a lot from us, but he, what he is asking of us 
we must give that to him. If you have your Bibles, go to Romans 8. I want to um, go over this, this chapter real quick. If you have your Bible, go to Romans 8. This is a very powerful chapter. If you have time, please go there. Okay. So we're going to look at this um, chapter, uh, chapter 8, verse 5. We're going to look at NIV. Those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live accordance with the spirit have their mind set on the things of spirit desires. Verse 6. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Verse 6 in NLT. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads you to death, but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. It says it right here. It says exactly what the, what the Holy Spirit wanted us to know that the natural, when we let the sinful nature control our mind, it leads to death. All these different things that our body won't and we, we go out and do, that's going to lead us to death, a spiritual death, even a physical death if, we, if, we, if we're not careful. But it will lead us to a death that, a spiritual death that we will be so drifted away from God that we won't want God anymore. We won't want to go to church. We don't want to listen to gospel music. We don't want to pray. We don't want to meditate because we're so far into, well, this gives me peace. Why do I have to do this? These drugs give me peace. Why do I have to do that? But if we let the things of the spirit control our minds and we will have life and peace. When we allow our minds and body to create a habit of praying and meditating, creating a habit of of, of reading our word, we create a life of peace because we'll find peace in that. Well, let me read my Bible. I feel a little irritated. Let me pray. I feel a little aggravated. Let me fast. Let me see what the Lord wants me to do. You will constantly seek him first because you're spirit led. And if today you think that you're led by your flesh, ask God, God, what is leading me? What is leading me out of the spirit? What's causing me to seek the things of the, of the flesh? Because let me tell you, people, friends, people of God, let me tell you, when we get into the mindset that we need things of the flesh, once we get into that mindset, we have to come back and confess those sins and ask God, help me to stay on the right track. And the enemy is going to keep tempting you. The enemy is going to keep trying to pull you back. But you must stand strong. I must stand strong and say, no, what I want to do is be led by the spirit, not my flesh. What I want to be led to is, is led for things that are, are not temporarily. Because the things here on earth is temporarily. Let's look at verse 7. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's law. It never will. The things of the flesh is hostile. The things of the flesh doesn't understand. The things of the flesh doesn't want to be anywhere near a prayer closet, anointing oil, or even going to church. It says it here that it's hostile to God. And, and NIV says the, the mind, it says the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to the God's Lord law, nor can it do it so. Your body would not want to submit to God. Your body would not want to do the things of, of God because it's so focused on the things of the spirit because you have opened a door up for your body to be led by the flesh. Verse eight, those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. That's NIV. NLT, that's why those who are under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. You can never please God while you're in the sinful nature. I don't care if you donate all your clothes. I don't care if you give your house to uh, someone that just lost their home. I don't care if you give your brand new Bentley or Land Rover to someone that's walking. It does not matter. It does not please God. Those things do not please God. But what please God is when we seek his will, 
when we read our word, when we desire to have a relationship with him. If your main focus during the day is money, 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 or whatever, 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 and your God never crossed your mind, you need to ask God to renew your mind. That's why I tell everybody every day, ask God to renew your mind. It is important that we establish a relationship with God and not one of these pit-pat prayers and not one of these pit-pat relationships, not one of these, I talk to you during Easter, I talk to you during Christmas, I talk to you during Mother's Day. No, we need a relationship with God that is constant. Because that's what's going to get us through the day. That's going to break strongholds. That's why some of us are dealing with depression, anxiety, and strongholds in our mind. Because we are not ready to let go of the flesh. But the flesh is what's keeping these strongholds attached to us. And keeping the unseen things attached to us. People of God, I'm telling you, I have walked this life in and out of it. of, 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 of In the world. I can tell you there's nothing out there. It's nothing out there but heartache and misery and bitterness and shame and, and regret. But what I have now, what you have now is something made of peace, is a life of peace because you're living and walking in peace. You're living and walking with God. You're living and walking in the spirit of God. I hope you all have a blessed night. I'm going to end it here. But please, if you have time, please read chapter eight. It will help you understand what is going on in this world. And what will go on if we don't seek God continuously? Remember, Jesus loved you. I love you too. Remember to like, subscribe, whatever platforms you on. Remember to uh, share with a family member or a friend. And please, if you could, share your social media. Be blessed. Thank you.